there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. You're ready for the Derby tomorrow. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for $9.99. Get access to everything we do. The betting guides out. The profiles on the horses, jockeys, and trainers. Best bets from Dave Tooley and the experts. Subscribe today. Everything at VEASAN. $9.99. VEASAN.com. Slash subscribe. So we had a betting controversy involving a college bas- uh, baseball game this week. LSU and Alabama. David Purdom has been all over this for ESPN. Doing a great job covering the story. And uh, he joins us here early on a Friday morning. Good morning, sir. It's great to talk to you. How are you? Morning, guys. Happy Friday. Yep, back at you. Let's start with this. When did the sports book, where the bet was originally placed, or bets were originally placed, when did the sports book think something fishy may have been going on? Right when it happened, Friday before the game. Oh. Uh, my understanding, the bets were placed within uh, two hours of, of the first pitch of the game. Um, you know, the starting pitcher... For Alabama, who was their number one guy, was scratched with lower back stiffness. A, a sophomore kid that hasn't uh, pitched in over almost a month and a half. I think it was March 16th was his last start. Uh, got put in as kind of a spot starter. Um, we don't really know if that triggered the bets, but we do know that there were two suspicious bets. So what I understand, we in the low five figures amounts both want LSU to win. And obviously, low five figures on a college baseball game during the regular season. Boy, that that stands out. Those, those are unusual. Did he ask for more than that? And did the book counter? Is that what also set up the... Yeah, some people have said that he asked for for a lot more than that, than the, than the low five figures. But I have not been able to confirm that completely. Okay, so can you explain? Because we were kicking it around here in Las Vegas. And Circa, they take massive mm-hmm. bets and Mike Palm, who is the VP of uh, Circus Sports, was on the show yesterday and going back and forth on Twitter as well. They will actually only, they'll take a dime. I say only, but clearly more than that was taken here. 
Can you explain how, because people are confused, how is a sports better able to get down five figures on a college baseball game? That seems so bizarre. Can you explain how that part of it actually took place? So, uh, is my understanding, this player was an established player with BetMGM. He had deposited a lot of money in the past and played with them pretty regularly. I believe he was a losing player. Um, he asked, and they kind of countered with him, uh, giving him more than they normally would on a customer. That happens. I mean, there are VIPs, and I'm sure if Circa, you know, if somebody came up and asked Circa to bet more, uh, they might be willing to give it to him. Mike said, I think what he said, 500 or a dime. Mm-hmm. That's probably the, the, the limit that they'll give everybody. Everybody will be able to get that amount down. If somebody wants to come in and say, hey, look, I'd really like to make a bigger bet on that, Circa would consider the circumstances like in what MGM did. Do we know this guy? Has he played with us for a while? What do we think of his action? And we'll probably make a decision on it. So, But, yes, uh, a low five-figure bet in college baseball, I mean, that is just uh, – there's probably only, what, a half dozen of those a year maybe uh, on the regular season. Once we get to the College World Series, maybe there's a couple more. It's just not a heavily bet sport. We went through this during the pandemic with this Russian ping-pong and all this other stuff. So you never know what some, sometimes people will bet on. But was there – once U.S. integrity got involved and sounded the alarms more to the fact that it was a large bet, was it was it the way the the person was behaving, maybe acting or, or saying something as his behavior that that maybe got some people uh, raised uh, you know question marks about what's what's going on here, about how the guy's acting? Is there something to that? Yeah, I mean there was multiple red flags. First, it was the bet size. Well, we never really take this much. Nobody ever wants to bet this much. Uh-huh. So that's the first red flag. And then the second, you know, they started to wonder and, and look, who is this better? And who is he talking to? Who is he communicating with? Um, they eventually, multiple sources said that the investigation, uh, the investigators looked in, used video surveillance from the sports book and, and found and identified something that was associated with the Brad Bohannon, the Alabama coach. Boy, you know, that's a serious red flag right then, especially with this guy betting on LSU. What's strange to me is this. Mm-hmm. Brad Bohannon, the guy you just mentioned, who was the coach of Alabama, signed a two-year extension in 2021. That new deal, David, paid him $475,000 for the 2022 season. Then it would go up $25,000 each year after that to get down low five figures. And then I'm, it's not going to be all for him, obviously. This is just like, was it? does this guy have a problem? Like, what's what's his background? You know, it is one of the questions that I was really stumbling. Why anybody would get involved with this? First of all, we don't know that he had any stake in the bet. We don't know, yeah. you know, what his role and what they were communicating about at the at the time. We only know that they were communicating according to the investigators, and we only know that whatever evidence that Alabama found or was given led them to terminate him pretty swiftly. So. I doubt there would have been any kind of ambiguity or any kind of gray area where this was talking. They saw the evidence. They said, you know what, we got we got to make a move real quick, and they did. And can you also expand on this? And you've done it. You've also tweeted this many times. I think it's very important that it's just Bo Hannon and it's no players, no student athletes at all. Yeah, excellent point. Really want to emphasize that. As far not one time have I been told any sort of allegation of a student athlete being involved and enough there's no no implications or allegations that this game was manipulated in any way so yes two important parts we want want to make sure you know we don't 
know exactly Bohannon's role. We only know that he was communicating uh, with the better who placed these bets on LSU before the game. And LSU was a 240 favorite, and then the Holman was scratched, and Banks, the sophomore, replaced him. It was 8 1, and they uh, had an 8 1 lead, and they won 8 6. In all your, you know, some of your articles and stuff you've tweeted out, I did look at some of the comments, and there were a couple that said this is the tip of the iceberg. Could we go in that direction as a great reporter? Have you found in any of your reporting that maybe there's even more to the story? I have not. I have not. But, you know, you can certainly uh, look at this situation and think that maybe this wasn't the only time. Yeah. Um, I have not had evidence of that. I did see some of the tweets that said, you know, the people had talked about this not being the only time that this has happened. Um, I think we all know that there is kind of this underground information uh, tunnel that kind of distributes uh, information, especially out of the college ranks about injuries and so forth, um, that betters get a hold of. That's why we see the line move on bowl games uh, before suspensions or people saying they're opting out of bowl games. The line will always move before the information hits public. So uh, there is an avenue for betters to get information before it becomes public a lot of times out of the college ranks. Yep. David Purdom, our guest, covers gambling and sports betting for ESPN. It almost reminds me a little bit, you want to go back like 30 years now, David, of the uh, Headache Smith story with Arizona State. Eventually, mm-hmm. you know, uh, point shaving, and they some of those guys made the drive up to Las Vegas, only four hours away, and they just assumed they could walk into the to the Mirage where Jimmy Vaccaro was at with duffel bags filled yep. with $100,000 and say, I want this much money on the game. And when that happens, believe it or not, you can't really do that on certain games. And that's going to cause, like, alarms to go off. And that's exactly what happened in that situation as well. Yeah, I, just the, the brazenness of, of these betters that think that they're not going to stand, stand out, right, by making such a large wager on a, a regular season college baseball game. And it, it just is dumbfounding me. I, I don't understand it. Uh, I guess, you know, a lot of people say that that's what the regulated market is for. Um, if something like this were to have occurred uh, offshore yes. or with a local bookmaker, we never would have identified it. But mm-hmm. because it took place in the regulated market, we were able to identify it. Excellent point. Yep. Excellent yep. point. Great reporting, sir. Appreciate the time. Hey, thank you, guys. Hope everyone has a good weekend. Yep, you, you too. too. Excellent job, David Purdom, uh, with the story. And it's been all over ESPN. And check him out. Follow him on Twitter. Thank we you. thought... Sorry, we thought when something like this could happen, people wondered about, oh, the student-athletes and maybe not the adults. They thought the kids could, not the adults. You're yeah. right. And I would say, oh, boy, I don't want to – I hope it's not true about the tip of the iceberg stuff, but why would they just do this one time? Especially if the guy's down, but he has access to here, and then uh, and Bohannon was an assistant down the road for 11 years, I think it was. Oh, boy. He's making $500,000 a year? Yeah. My and, God, and this—I like your—I like your Arizona State point, because those the, the guys, the students, the students who came to town were like, "Give me half a million on whoever they're playing," and they're like, "What? Yeah, a, a Pac-12 basketball game on a Thursday on a night? Thursday like, night? Give me half a million. That's a great story in of itself, because Alan Boston was also at the counter at the same time, and they're going back and forth, and Alan's like, "Who are these guys?" Yeah. And the line keeps moving, and then Jimmy, and then Freeder who loves playing horses, 
the coach of Arizona State at the time, when the story broke, is in the book. He's at the sports book. And Jimmy's like, do you read the paper? He goes, what? Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that so that so that's, again, a lot of people just assume that you can come to Las Vegas. For example, we use this city um, as something where you can just come down here and bet whatever you want. And that's not exactly the way it works. A lot of these sports are going to have much lower limits. And when something like this arises, that's, again, the people behind the book the risk management team, the people who have been in this racket for a long time, they're going to think to themselves, well, this is, this is automatically going to set something off. Like, if you want five figures out of nowhere on a college baseball game, honestly, that guy who had this information or was on the phone with Bohannon, bet at the kiosk. I'm sure he asked for more. That, that, that's, that's right that, there, it's going to yeah. be a problem. It all could, probably could be reminiscent of the Toledo story. Which Robert Walker who used to be at MGM told us years ago. A guy came in and wanted to bet a ridiculous amount of money against Toledo on a college football game, and then it's like he's explaining, oh, "I'm going to have to move the line on you." He goes, "I don't care." No, he and, goes, and Robert, wait Robert, a second. <laughs> he flat out told him, "You can get a better number right across the street at the Palms. I don't care." I don't care, he said. Uh, hello. There you go. Maybe that happened too. All right, we're going to move the number. We'll let you hit it and hit it again. We'll recap the action from last night. Look ahead, numbers, game three, updated series prices, all next here on Follow the Money. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Check out today's betting splits every game, vcin.com. A little bit more to this story from LSU and Alabama. A uh, tweet here from Tripp. He says, this betting story is a grain of sand compared to the Arizona State massive scandal. A fraction of the money with this story in comparison. No, you're exactly right. You said, what was it, a uh, yeah, quarter of a million? I was, I, I was, yes. I was comparing it to the fact that the guys didn't know what they were doing. 
like Bohannon. Oh, no, that, that's the fair right, comparison right, right. for yes, sure. Right, right, yes. Yep. I, yep. I know about the money, absolutely. The money's not even close. And they were doing it for many, many, many games with Arizona that's State right. and that's Headache right. Smith. That was the perfect storm. I mean, Bohannon doesn't know what he's doing here. He, uh, well, foolish, but he's talking to his buddy, and his buddy's using that information, and then... Uh, I got this kind of like bragging. Hey, I got this information here. But would you say pitchers of- off? Pitchers going to get scratched. But sure. Headache Smith, the star player, was in on it. And if you watch the special, Headache Smith was the star player on the team. But he also knew he was. He knew it. Like I know uh, how good these guys are. So it was easy for me to shave because if I just gave the guy an extra couple inches, I knew he'd knock the shot down. Right. But I, I wouldn't make it look like I'm shaving. I'd just be like, oh, okay, he's, he's trying. He's putting his hand up. But if he gives the guy a little bit more room, he knows the guy's going to make the shot. Sure, and wasn't there a spot, too, where Headache was actually talented enough to, I mean, make it look like offensively he was also not shaving to where the yeah. shots wouldn't be going in, but it would, he's not going to be bricking them on purpose? Yeah. You know, he'd be, still, yeah. like, the form would still be good. The, the When the looks were there, he would just be off by, you know, maybe an inch or so? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's, um, that, that, was, that was for a lot of money. A lot of money. This was for again for a college baseball right. game. That is that's a ton of dough as well. I so to you, snap call Bohan and the coach at Alabama had to be fired. Yeah, uh, you can't do this. You can't you can't call your yes. You can't call your friend. Yeah, and communicate with your friend and say your buddy and say hey, <laughs> by the the pitcher's off and. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go with a different guy against the number one team, and yeah, and, and, and the star pitcher is gonna not gonna go. And he's got to know the guy's using that information. You have to know what he's doing. He's at the and, book, and apparently, right? He's, he's communicating right at the book, so you know what he's doing. You can't if he's gonna pull like a Costanza and have sex with the cleaning day lady on his desk and say, "Was that wrong? I, was that frowned upon?" I mean, that's well, but, you can't do that. Yeah, and, that's and, not a good defense. By the way, as another reminder, casinos, sports books. Uh, they have cameras all over. And the surveillance is all so, over it, too. I, I, can't so wait. Would... I, I hope more on the surveillance part comes out. I, I hope that becomes part of the story, just like how the surveillance potentially was able. Well, you said this earlier. You, it, like you've been told from like security they can zoom hmm. in and spot the date, the year of a coin when it's on the floor. I used to work in a sports book when I came out here 20-some years ago. I mean, you can. there was a mistake once. And they just, they can zoom right in and, and tell you everything about what transpired in the ticket and whatever. Yeah, they, they could come wow. right in. I mean, you can see nose hairs on people and come right in. It's a piece of cake. Um, Why is, like, crap. gas station surveillance video then always so know. crappy? I don't know. U.S. Integrity, which monitors gambling data, sent the warning to all of its clients after Friday's game last week, and then uh, four states took it off as well with what happened. But you, you, you were watching last night with Matt and Wes. And Wes also, I didn't know this, Wes spent time at a sports book. Yeah, he did. About how you, but this goes back to we want to, you can have what you want sometimes, but we want to know who you are and and a little bit about you and show ID, and you have to show ID if you're cashing or betting over $10,000. Yeah, Wes was explaining, like, you can you can get bets down off the street, but if you want to become like a regular and you want to maybe know the people at the book and get down limits all the time and maybe even a little bit more than that, then that's when your ID is going to have to be coming out and you have to have a player's card and the player's number. And it's, it's that simple. And I know some people will disagree with that, but that's the way, as, as Wes was explaining last night on VSIN Prime, uh, VSIN tonight with Matt Humans right here, and he just said that it's also a business. 
And if you want to get down, if you think like in your head, you can, you should be able to get down 50,000 in a college baseball game. That's not the way it works because that means that you're going to have some inside information probably. And then sports books are going to get their clocks cleaned. And so that's it's, from a guy who worked, you know, in the book for a long time. As well. It's it's the whole casino. If I have $5,000 in chips right now, and I go to the cage to cash them, they'll call the, they'll ask me where I was, where I was playing. And they'll call the, the pit to verify. Um, and you have the, the, the fools out there. And also the Al lighter example. Well, what if you drive around and you're betting half a million dollars on first pitch ball strike? I mean, stuff like that. It, it goes back to maybe, maybe this guy went up to the window and said, give me 100000 on LSU. Give me, give me 50000 on LSU. And they yeah. kind of, no, we're not giving what? Come on. Yep. Who, we, we, no, we'll, we'll offer you 20 We'll offer you 10 whatever. Right. And as but. David Purdom explained, evidently this better deposited money over the years and was not a winning better. So... Many sports books will take bigger bets from people who are not considered. And I know people have a major problem with that. And uh, that's probably part of the racket that needs to get cleaned up a little bit. And the, the M also made a great point, two, two points. Number one, no, no athletes, no student athletes were involved. Number two, about how uh, U.S. integrity and the legalized sports betting regulator were able to, to catch this. Hey, he's right. I mean, if you're using Vinny and Bobby and, and whatever. The, guys on the street? Sure. Guys offshore, yes. it's not going to be. The islands, right. How much damage you're doing and how long this goes on for. Yep. Okay, updated series prices now in the NBA. After last night's thumping by the Warriors against the Lakers, that game was over with uh, middle of the third quarter, and then they had a 30-point lead at the end of the third quarter. At DraftKings, the Warriors are minus 115 now with the series tied up at one apiece. The Lakers are minus 105. The game three number in Los Angeles tomorrow night, the Lakers are laying three and a half and the total is uh, pretty much where it was last night, about 227. Sick, sick push if they had the over last night. Um, I think we'll continue to get a track meet, and Golden State will want to go up and down. Now with the, with the schedule here and an older Laker team, and uh, I expect AD to bounce back. Can't so put I. together back. And I think you'll see a parade of the free throw line for the Lakers as well. But it's all about adjustments now, and now it's on ham. Good job by Kerr in game two. And now we'll see what Ham and the Lakers decide to do, but I don't take much from it. The fact that, uh-oh, watch out now, Golden State, it's, it's, the, it's the perfect storm. It's the defending champs who lost game one on their home floor, their season's on the line, and the Lakers knew they already had the split. So that's, what, that's how it played out. Well, it was refreshing, or at least uh, positive, how LeBron got it going early, and especially from three, it was just LeBron and Hachimura. And then the ambush in the second quarter, yeah. which continued into the third. So I got to tell you, Paul, I, I need more Hachimura All right. from him. Yeah, I need Hachimura to be on the court for thirty minutes. He played twenty-two last night. Y you need to, that guy's going to give you points. Um, I don't think that this is like a fluke. What's going on right now in the playoffs? I've always liked this guy. He's a good scorer. He can give you something pretty much if you play him uh, the entire time. What I do think will continue is that the Warriors three-point bomb, you know, bombs away again last night. They hit twenty-one. Like so, they're gonna they're gonna take 45, 50 threes a game. Yep. How many are they going to hit? Are they going to hit 18 or are they going to hit 23? You know, and, and Curry is going to have a tough time getting looks in this series, but he was so good as the facilitator last night and in recognizing that he didn't have to force anything and because he's seen this kind of defense before. I brought up Oklahoma City in 2016, the playoffs that year, where yeah. it was they were, they're running a never-ending string of seven-footers at him and other guys like Clay eventually went bananas. So... 
Clay's not going to have a game like that every single every single game. He just he won't. I, I want to know what's going to happen now that they the tinkering because they had to due to the illness of uh, Kevon Looney last night and Jamichael Green played really well in my opinion. Yep. What does that mean to the rotation now for the Warriors? Right. And there's another observation that I had. If you notice that every single time they notice something on film, every single time Draymond Green touched the ball last night on the defensive end, he shot. He dribbled the basketball like a rocket, and he took off, forcing the tempo the other way. And a lot of times, the transi- uh, transition slash interior defense of the Lakers was non-existent. So either Draymond got an easy look, or he would create for potential other easy looks for the team. And I don't, like the Lakers are going to have to adjust to that. Because Green took off 100 miles an hour every single time he had, and it worked, it was effective. Yep. Green and Wiggins don't get enough credit. Uh, and the reason why this team uh, can be so good and powerful, but I, I don't mind the game plan. I mean, it's let's let's contain Curry. Don't let him go off. And, I would and agree. Let the other guys beat you. That's yep. how you have to do it. And I like how they're defending Curry in the game plan and the fact that they're number two in the league with three-point defense. So, all right, bounce back Saturday. If there's something happens Saturday, then we got a problem. Right now, that's just how it goes. That That's the NBA. That's a team in a must-win spot against a team that already had the uh, had the split. So, But, the, 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 I mean, the numbers don't lie here. It's 16 in a row, and it's a 20-2 and two ATS run since 2019 in, in that scenario. Yep, yep. You, you mentioned this. I will piggyback your comment by asking if there's a prop out there anywhere. If anybody can find a prop on how many free throws the Lakers will shoot tomorrow night, I would be very interested in that. Right? Yep. Because if that number is low enough, whew, man, uh, I'm with you on that. I think they're going to go to the free throw line a lot. In the 20s, for sure, in that game. And AD. AD will be aggressive from the get-go. Yeah, we'll continue with the NBA. Brian Mahoney covers the sport for the Associated Press. Are we finally going to see some regression to the mean for this hot shooting heat team? This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Download the DK Horse app now. Get on the Kentucky Derby action. All customers get 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code HORSE. Code HORSE only on the DK Horse app. Good luck. Get up there. Talk NBA here with Brian Mahoney. He has covered the association for many, many years for the Associated Press. Brian, thanks for the time today. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Doing really well. Good, sir. Is, how refreshing is this? you know, covering the Knicks and the Nets for a long time in the NBA in general, but to see this when the Knicks are good making a run like this in the playoffs and to see the garden and that city like it is. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've been with them uh, covering the Knicks 2005. They've won now only two series since then. So, you know, the garden has been fun all the time, but now it's at a real level the way it used to be in the 90s. Uh, People are going crazy. Uh, The celebrities are back. So, uh, you know, it's just nice to see once in a while a team try to bring back what they're supposed to be. So here's the crazy part of this. Now, with this hot stretch by Miami, Brian, as you are well aware, their offensive rating in the playoffs, their second overall, they were 25th in the regular season. Effective field goal percentage, their second in the playoffs, they were 25th in the regular season. Made threes per game, 15.3. They're tied for third. They averaged 12 per game in the regular season. And the three-point percentage is 41.3. First overall in the entire playoffs. They were 20, 27th in the regular season. Like, is this a thing now? Is this We talk about playoff Jimmy, but this has been like playoff Miami Heat all of a sudden. Does this continue? <laughs> it's true, playoff Heat. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. And uh, 
you know, what Eric Spolster said is just because we weren't winning games doesn't mean we weren't building the right habits during the season and getting ready for this. And maybe that's true, I guess, uh, because it's not just, you know, they played an incredible offensive series against Milwaukee, and now they're playing great defense against the Knicks. So it's like everything is working on both sides of the ball. So, you know, it, for whatever reason, it didn't happen during the season, but it's certainly happening now. I don't think these other guys are good. Uh, you know, Martin and Struess, and I know the Milwaukee game plan was ridiculous. You can't leave these guys wide open. But I don't, you know, uh, Vincent, Martin, Struess, they shouldn't be doing this. Certainly Jimmy Butler's an assassin. But, but then you saw what happened in game two, though. That should not happen. I mean, the Knicks almost lost that game. And without Butler in a must win, to me, that was alarming. And while I like the heat, what do you think? Yeah, no, and, and it's true. It's amazing that the way these guys have been lifted up. You know, if you look at the rosters right now, I think you'd easily, on talent alone, if you were picking a fantasy team, you'd take the Knicks guys, yeah. uh, most of them. But uh, it's at the point now, I'm looking at guys like Max Drews and Gabe Vincent, and I feel like those guys are going to have good games every night now. Uh, they're just, they're, they're, you know, they're on a roll at the right time. They're playing with confidence, and uh, obviously they have great coaching and a great system. Yes, Spoh's unbelievable, and mm-hmm. Butler has said, I turn it on when it's playoff time. Uh, what What do you think? Is 80%, 90%, where's he at? Do you expect him to play Saturday? I, I would expect him to play, uh, you know, maybe in the 70% range there, I think is, you know, a good chance. Uh, he's had, obviously, now almost a week to, to rest this, uh, not playing in game two, so... Uh, you know, he was moving, walking okay. Uh, obviously, running around an NBA playoff game is a little bit different, but uh, certainly with treatment, I, I think they'd expect him to, to give it a shot. What What is your uh, level of confidence now in Randall and how he is coming off the injury as well? And uh, is Brunson close to 100%? I think Randall's a little bit closer to that number. Uh, I thought he played wow. really well the other night, uh, you know, dominant game and you know, and he can make up for not having his full speed, you know, with his, you know, physicality and stuff like that. Brunson, uh, you know, he had a great second half, but he still didn't really look like himself uh, the whole game. Uh, you know, he was getting beat on defense pretty badly. Uh, he didn't do a lot in practice yesterday. So hopefully the Knicks will, will get him closer to ready because, uh, you know, they, they can't win that series without him playing great, I don't think. How about the supporting cast now that goes to Miami? What, what do you think of, of Toppin and Hart, who had a rough game, too? And Barrett, can they go off? And do you expect them to play well in Miami, or was it maybe we're kind of uh, overrating the Knicks because Cleveland was just so bad in that series? What's your take there? Yeah, it might be a little bit of both. All I mean, uh, the Knicks are not as probably as good as they looked in that series. They really overwhelmed Cleveland, but uh, I don't think a couple of the guys are as bad as they've played against the Heat so far. Emmanuel quickly off the bench, and uh, uh, you know, I think even Mitchell Robinson will play great against Cleveland. It hasn't been great again in this series yet. So I think those guys, uh, you know, will play well a couple games. Barrett has, has stayed, you know, very well the last few games since he played a bad first two against Cleveland. I think he'll keep playing well. So, you know, I, I think the Knicks are going to be ultimately fine. I'm not sure they're going to win the series because of how good Butler is playing. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think, I think they'll do pretty well down in Miami. This is a five against an eight, and the two heavyweights are going at the bottom of the bracket with a two against a three, and I know you talk to him all the time and you covered the league for many years with the Associated Press. Do you think Adam Silver should look at reseeding in the playoffs? Yeah, it's been talked about from time to time. Uh, you know, I see it both sides, Paul. I, I, I like keeping the seeding the way it is so you know your path. You know, if you knock out one team, you you know, you're hanging there a guy next and all that. But I also know people say, you know what, it's uh, – you should get a reward if you knock off another seed and, and uh, you know, keep the 
teams we want alive. So I, I see both sides of it. I don't really know what the best answer is. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Brian Mahoney covers the NBA for the AP. How about tonight? Um, as Paulie said, the other two teams going at it with the Sixers and the Celtics. This number opened up. Boston won on the road. Brian, they're now up to two. Uh, when you watched the game the other night, to me, Embiid wasn't close to 100%. I mean, he looked good on some of the blocks, but getting up and down the court I thought was difficult for him. I like Boston to bounce back um, in this series after they lost game one and win it like in six games or fewer. What is your feel overall for these two teams in this series? Yeah, it just looked like it's it's an impossible thing to figure out what to do with Embiid. I mean, if you have the MVP of the league and he's ready to play, you want to play him, but he doesn't look like he's fully ready to play, and they didn't look they look a better team with him on the lineup. They looked better with him out in game one, obviously, when they won. So uh, it just, it's hard to pick Philadelphia right now not knowing how they're going to be able to get this adjusted that quickly. I think you look at Boston and you say, you know what they have, and I'm going to stick with that team right now. Were you shocked with Harden in game one? I didn't, I didn't think he had that in him anymore to turn the clock back and go back to Houston James Harden. And he has had some horrific playoff games going back since 2012. No, and, and, and not at that level. I mean, I thought he could still throw up some 30-point games and stuff like that, but to put up 45, no. And then, you know, the, the problem with James that, you know, he goes and has that amazing game and he tells people, of course, I can still do this, this, and that. And he was terrible in game two, whatever, two for 14. You right. can't have that much of a swing and then expect people not to criticize you. So, uh, you know, I think he'll play better, obviously, in Philadelphia, but I don't know if I'll get close to that game one level again. Yeah, because it just it feels like he turns into a different player when Embiid's going to be back on the court, right? Like, he knew in game one, once he was feeling like this could be a throwback game for Harden, and that he could really be the, the reason why they won that game, and he took over, and he was awesome. But can't, can't there be like a combination of both? Embiid can be back, but also Harden can still yeah. like realize, like, I can be a go-to guy here and, you know, be awesome yet again? I'm sure that's what Doctor was just telling him, Mitch. You know, okay, you look, there's no reason why you can't do this. These shots are still available just because Joel's there. doesn't change things. But, you know, your mindset as a point guard, I guess, is, listen, okay, i got to, you know, pass the ball to this guy. He's on the floor. He's the MVP. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to be as aggressive looking for my own shot. Even for a guy like James Harden, I'm sure it plays with your mind a little bit. But, obviously, they've got to figure it out. He's got to figure that out because the, the way game two went, he's not going to have a chance to win that series. Yep. Can you uh, do me a favor? Uh, can you get me Jessica Alba's phone number? <laughs> if she's uh, if she's back in the garden, I'll make sure uh, you know she's listening to you guys. I'm sure she's a big fan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, my friend. Yeah. Enjoy the game. All right, guys. Take care. Well done. Be good. Uh, the garden was rocking. And they have a bright future, no matter what happens in this Miami series. I believe when they zoomed but. in with uh, surveillance to Alba's phone, it she had the VEASAN app up. And she was listening to replays of Follow the Money. So that was I love, good. I love Sauce. I had no idea who he was talking to. It, it, that, I love that. I, I get it. Like, I get I it, though, that. right? Yeah. What is he, 23? 22? He's, probably, he's early 20s. 20, yeah, he had no idea. How, and, and how old do you think Jessica Alba is? Oh, boy. Uh, 38. Higher. No, 42. She's 42 years old. She's 42. So she was playing to the cameras, too. She's smacking the bubble gum. And, but well, she knows. Like oh, she knew it, yeah. Yeah, oh, if you have it, you can flaunt it any oh, day yeah. of the week for me. Beautiful. Oh, she is. Uh, What's that? So she, she's honestly, like, old enough to be his mom. <laughs> no, yeah. Now, she would hate to hear that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And when she listens to the replay later today, I follow the money. She, oh, she's yep. like, Mitch, oh, come on. That was unnecessary. 
But that's just being realistic here about it. So I can't blame Sauce Gardner if he doesn't know who she is. Was it Sin City? The Bruce Willis? Uh-huh. She is that it wasn't tall. only it wasn't only that. The dancing. Was, uh, what was the show like on Fox or Angel or something like that? And then that Dark that Angel. Dark Angel. And then the, sh- the 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 movie she made with Paul Walker when it was all like underwater. I think there was like a uh, wasn't there like a treasure chest? I don't recall. And, and there were like she was wearing like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Sin she, City. What is it? Into, Into the, the blue. blue. Worth watching. Yeah. Well, Sin City. It's a good movie to begin with, and then she's uh, my God. Absolutely. I don't know, but this is, I don't know if the Heat are good. I just think it's Spolster and Butler, right? And also Miami. I said this again the other day. I don't think Martin's very good. I think some of the other guys are kind, like they're NBA players. This Struce thing shouldn't happen. I mean, but, you know, Bam's a beast, but the Knicks should win this series. I just, I have, Butler's too good, though. I got to tell you about a new record that has been set. The 1990 Reds pulled it off in 20 straight games. There's a new sheriff in town. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. You can sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Very important with Nigel. It's soccer, and he likes a couple games Monday. Sign up now. $9.99. Hippo videos. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Did you watch Sin City 2? Yeah, I, I, it, it was okay. It was not bad. Sin City was awesome. I was blown away at how good part one was. Yeah, excellent. I was not anticipating that. I went back and watched that probably four or five times. It was great. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I like how, uh, how they film it, too. Yeah. Yes. The Okay, so here's the new record that was set. Uh, a good uh, Again, a, a good Twitter follow is, the uh, second time I mentioned it today, at OptaStats. 
The Rays, Paulie, are now 21-0 this year when scoring first. That broke a tie with the 1990 Reds for the longest winning streak when scoring first by any Major League Baseball team to begin a season in the modern era. Incredible. That year's Reds team held first place wire to wire and eventually won the World Series. Huge upset that year. Beating oh. the A's. They swept the A's. No doubt year. about it. Was that Rio? Uh, yeah. Uh, Jose Rio. Jose Rio, I yeah. think it was. Um, great story. So we have 26 and 6 with the Rays. And if they can keep this up, I mean, a plus 114 with a run differential. The 84 Tigers started 35 and 5. And the A's are 6 and 26 and been outscored by 125 runs. Yeah, I, I did see something yesterday. Oh. I mean, it's something, man. Oh, it's a God. scene. It is a scene. It is a scene. But the, they sweep the Pirates, and uh, the, the offense is ridiculous, right? Yeah. What are they going to do to Brito today? Eight and a half. You got to be kidding me. I know the Yankees haven't been able to hit, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Rays can, when you're averaging almost seven runs per game, Brito's allowed 13 earned in his last 12 innings pitched. Yeah. His team is a mash in the ball. This is a bad sign for him. He's only striking out six and a half, basically case you know, batters per nine, his walk rate is four plus. So if he's not striking out guys or very few, and he's still putting guys on base via the walk, that probably won't go well for him today in this game because the Rays mash against all comers, right? Doesn't matter. Lefties, righties, doesn't matter where you're coming from. They're going to, they're going to kill you basically. And here's the, here's the, the kind of the sad thing about the Rays. How many pitchers have they already lost? Right. Like the, the season that um, Springs was having to begin the year. He was blowing opponents away. Then Tommy John out for the entire year. Haven't even touched on Glasnow yet. Haven't even seen him so far this year. Here you go. Here's the best start through 32 games since 1990. They're sitting no, at 1900. 20, 1900, sorry. Yeah. They're sitting at 26 and 6. That's a game back of the Tigers in 84. So the 84 Tigers, the 1911 wow. Tigers. And the 02 Pirates, 1902, were 27 and 5. Wow. Keep it going, guys. That's something. This is great. And that division is nasty, yeah. by the way. Look the at The Yankees are in last place, and they're two games over 500. That'll tell you, right? I think. The opposite of the AL Central, which is a hound's breakfast. Um, so there, there's a lot going on in here, a lot to like on the card, and a lot of streaks, too, which we'll get to. But, and then you have the, the A's, this outfit. My God. And the Keller's $1.45 taking on the Royals. It's too bad. Someone's got to win that game. Uh, they, they're going against each other. I just wanted to add but, this real quick sure. about their division. The Orioles are 21-10. and 10. They would be in first place in every other division other than the National League East. Good observation. The, the Braves would have a half a game lead on them, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. very so, strong. There's a lot on the card here, too. Now, as I said earlier, I'm concerned that the Braves are just going to run away and hide in the East, and it's up to a six-game lead as the Mets can't get out of their own way. Uh, they're going against the Orioles. The Orioles are 10-0 and this year in the first game of a series. And Max and the boys are laying almost $2. On the flip side, you have the Cardinals, who got buried again. They're 0-10 in series openers. They're laying $2 against the Tigers, who just swept the Mets. So be careful. How can a team be laying this when they're that bad? With this record and the 0-10 angle, you I don't can, care who's going. So you can grab the Tigers plus a run and a half at almost even money today because the Cardinals are such a big favorite. 230 now at some spots. And, and, and don't look now, but the Tigers are not exactly god-awful. 
No, it was impressive what they just did. Yeah. You beat Scherzer, you beat Verlander, you swept the doubleheader. Again, this is name on the front of the jersey. Right. St. Louis. Right. Brand and, name bias. And they're no laying doubt about it. That, that's just, uh-huh. I'm sorry that can't be the case. Freed, by the way, uh, for the Braves, going against that Orioles team that you just mentioned, on the year, 0.45 ERA. His FIP is 2.16, which is still, like, outrageous. But he's, uh, he's allowed zero home runs, and his stranded rate, left on base rate, is 94.4%. So yeah. if guys get on, they're not scoring. That will change at some yeah. point. The guy's been, after having that early season injury, the guy's been awesome. Let me know if you want to play chess or ping pong. I want, I want to go rapid fire. I got four things. Number one, Lance Lynn going. One of the worst pitchers in baseball. It's, oh, he's going against Green. The White Sox have lost all six Lance Lynn starts. He's got an ERA of seven. The total's nine. You cannot put up an eight in a Red Sox game. Wheeler against Sale. Wheeler's $1.55. What sale am I going to get? But again, the Red Sox are third in runs, third in OPS, sixth in home runs, 20th in whip, 24th in ERA. They're also uh, very good against righties. Can't go under eight here. Kershaw has had a hell of a year. Here come the Dodgers. They've won six in a row. Kershaw's 5-1 and one with an ERA of 1-7. And he goes tonight. Uh, see if they can keep it going. And the I thought, you know, Mike Palm said this yesterday, VP of Circuit during the break. He thought you were going with Seattle with your future. You went White Sox. Seattle now has won four in a row. They're in fourth place, but they're still only a game under 500. That whole division is up for grabs. Imagine what Texas could be if they had a bullpen and you get DeGrom back. But Seattle taking on Houston now. I got a back Castillo at home. And Houston's off to a slow start. But I, I maybe watch out for Seattle here to make if you could take a future ticket. that uh, Trouble hitting the ball for the Astros uh-huh. right now. I mean, shut out, what, twice in that series against uh, the Giants? Not a good look there. The The good part is here for the Mariners, they're getting it now. now Robbie Ray's out for the year. But... George Kirby is like a young stud as a prospect. He's been really good. And this kid that now is 24 years old, who they just called up to make a start against the A's the other night, he struck out 10. Uh, Bryce, I'm blanking on his name right now. I'll get it for you in a second. He started the other night. He Again, he's like a really good prospect. Ten stri- It was the A's, I get it, but he had 10 strikeouts. Miller, so be Miller Wilson, him. what was his name? Miller, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. okay, you'll find it. I, I'm, I apologize one. for blanking on it. 5-1 to one to win the division. I mean that you know the Angels are going to fall off. Plus, they could trade Otani if that happens. So, and with Texas, good story, but will this continue? I don't know. But I, I think you could maybe take a shot there with Seattle. A guy who I, um, one of my baseball followers on Twitter, pointed this out. He has watched a lot of Mariners games, and he basically said there's a chance that they're they're not good. Oh, really? Yeah, a month into the season, he goes that I've watched a lot of this team play. And his name is Bryce Miller. Six six innings, 10 Ks, okay. two hits, one earned. Uh, so th- that staff, I think, could be okay and uh, survive that loss of Robbie Ray. Um, not that he was going to regain the Cy Young form from two years ago anyway. But it is, I, I, Paul, I would say this about the division because the Astros are not a ju- nope. does, They don't appear to be a juggernaut here. Nope. So maybe they will be live. Yep. And I know you. You. everyone's big with the nerfies. Uh, yes, no, run in the first inning. Ralph Michaels does a good job tracking this. Uh, at, and at home, Cleveland, yes, is 83% on the season. St. Louis is 80%. And on the road, Philly is 79%. And the Dodgers are 79%. That's all yes, first inning yeah. on the year. Good stuff to track, and you always get some crazy streaks with that. I will tell you that uh, this Marlins-Cubs game is kind of intriguing because Cabrera, who gets not, he's going today for the Marlins, 
he gets knocked around in his starts, like eventually, but he's also, it's 12 Ks per nine. So the guy does have like lights out stuff and a lot of batters can look foolish against him. He's going against Steele, something maybe to watch here. The ERA just jumps off the page. It's 1.24, but the FIP still very good. It's more than two runs higher at 3.38. So maybe he starts to allow more runs than he has so far to begin the season. And Steve Mackinnon updates his bullpen rankings all the time at vsin.com. Excellent. And this was po- the A's are so bad with the bullpen. And, you know, for in play wagering, that kind of a deal. Their war as a team, the bullpen war, is negative 1.9. The White Sox and Giants are the next worst teams, if you will, at negative 0.7. And the, just like everything, the ERA is horrible. Uh The FIP is just as bad. They don't have, I don't even know what the bright spot is on this team. It might be that Mason Miller kid who went against Bryce the other night. And uh, he's throwing 100 miles an hour. And this Uri's um, outfielder also has like uh, a ton of stolen bases on the air. But other than that... Rooker with home runs. I'm kind of grasping at straws here for that team because they're so bad. Up next, uh, recap of what took place last night. Updated point spreads, series prices, all coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 